1: I'm going to explain this as quickly and as simply as I can, and then we'll get someone much smarter than me to talk about it. There is a forum on the internet where people discuss stocks, stocks that they might buy and how they might make money as individual investors by picking good ones. And one day, recently, A bunch of them decided to start buying stock in a company that, well, it's called GameStop. It mostly sells video games, physical copies of video games, in person, in malls, today, in a pandemic. GameStop's business was, as you might imagine, not going so great. But there were a couple of reasons that these folks decided to buy their stock anyway. Now here is a fact that basically encapsulates my entire knowledge of the stock market. When people start buying a stock, its value goes up. When a lot of people start buying that stock all at once, its value goes even higher. And when news that a bunch of people from an online forum are pushing the price of a stock through the roof goes viral, then even more people buy that stock and you can guess where it goes from here.
2: This story is stunning. The stock price for GameStop, which is a retail video game store, has been surging more than 600%.
1: In no time at all, and I am not kidding you here, the entire world of investment has their attention fixed on this little internet forum. Stock markets are starting and stopping trading of some of these stocks. Gigantic hedge funds are going broke. And again, not kidding you, In the White House briefing room, the press secretary is being asked what the president thinks is going on with GameStop.
2: Um, Is the White House concerned about the stock market activity we're seeing around GameStop um, and now with some other stocks as well? Secretary Yellen and others are monitoring uh, the situation.
1: So to put this as clearly as I can, because you've already heard the depth of knowledge I have when it comes to the stock market, what the f is going on here? How did a bunch of online traders shake the very foundation of Wall Street? How will the billionaires who are losing their shirts respond? And I mean, is it too late for me to get a piece of this? I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings. This is The Big Story. Mike Eppel is the senior business editor for 680 News and for City News, and I really hope, since he covers the stock market, he can tell me what the hell is going on. Hey, Mike. How are you? Uh, my head's spinning a little bit. I'm uh, I'm wondering if I need to get in right now and get a piece of
2: GameStop before it's too late. <laughs> I can um, still do it, right? <laughs> absolutely you can, or you may not want to. It, it depends on whether or not you are a gambler, I suppose, because that is basically what we're at right now that you are betting that you won't be the last one in and that someone else will be willing to pay a higher price than what you are paying for GameStop or any of these other companies and uh you won't be the last one to sell either because eventually it's going to cool off. Yes, I'm too uh I'm too dumb. I will save
1: it for the Super Bowl. <laughs> but uh for people who just seen this uh, floating around Twitter and and all of their more business minded friends going, holy crap! Um, we're talking to you sometime close to the close of markets on Wednesday.
2: What is actually happening in the stock market right now? Um, a number of things. Some say it is the great the great equalization of the market, where you have day traders, individual investors finally giving the hedge funds and Wall Street giants their comeuppance, I suppose, for lack of a better description. It's a mania. It is the, you know, Tulip and Nortel and brex and all these other market bubbles, the, the great dot-com boom. You know, history seems to repeat itself, where every once in a while we see um, events like this where Not just a single company, but in this case, a group of companies see their stock prices go up exponentially in very short order. And I'd say this is probably the fastest uh, market mania ever, just because of of the speed of of how things work today. And 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 each mania has its own backstory. Um, What you know causes it, who gets involved, who wins, who loses, who loses rather. And this is. A beautiful example of that, where we see these companies that just days ago were considered to be, you know, on the brink of extinction, all of a sudden seeing um, a massive rally. And it's in this case fueled by posts on Reddit (laughs) and 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 new platforms for trading day traders that came about during the primarily because so many people lost their jobs last year and had uh, found themselves with nothing to do. They began looking at the markets and dabbling in buying stocks on new platforms like Robin Hood and uh, regular, you know, bank-owned trading platforms that you can buy and sell from the beauty of your own home in your house coat, twenty-four-seven <laughs> almost. Well, let's start then with Reddit, uh, where this began, and let's
1: start with GameStop specifically, and maybe just tell me how this began and what is. And this is where I have to ask you to treat me like I'm four um, or younger. But but what is the strategy underneath this that is driving this stock's growth and hurting the hedge funds?
2: Well, I think, I think you have to actually go back to last year when we saw a couple of examples of this and no one kind of understood what was happening. Um, a company that came to the forefront was Hertz Rent-A-Car. Now Hertz was basically saying that it was going out of business like they they were or or they were they were looking at a bankruptcy restructuring so they weren't going out of business but they were looking at their share price go to zero um but for some reason the stock started going up and by percentages multiple percentages daily and and people were going what is going on here why would a company that is basically going by the wayside seeing all this stock information and then the it, it kind of came to light that it was day traders just bidding it up and seeing what they could kind of make out of it. And it was a fairly small, small scale event. But you kind of look back on that and go, hmm, maybe that's where the the genesis of this is or came from. Um, there were a couple of other examples. Eastman Kodak, for example, got a, a contract from the Trump, uh, uh, the Trump administration to convert to... Uh, doing pharmaceuticals. I mean, this is a, a photography company in Rochester, which had done nothing for years, and all of a sudden it goes up 90% in a day. Right. So you kind of had the 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 start of the, the blogosphere kind of coming into play. And then, fast forward to most recently, a couple of weeks ago, where in the aftermath of the financial downturn, uh, and correlated to the the economics of the pandemic, we've seen a, n- a number of companies, their, their, their future is in doubt. And many of them in the retail, the retail sector. And one of them is GameStop, which basically is a retailer for video games. So it, it uh, became the attention of hedge funds. And what the hedge funds do is they basically look at a company's financials and they target it for potential losses. And then they start betting against the stock. So they buy a position in this like at a just a percentage of they'll they'll buy a fraction of the stock through puts and calls and options and all these other uh, wonderful trading mechanisms. But what they do is they the the head of some of these the these hedge fund guys, some of them go on TV Andrew Lett is uh, one of them who basically goes on CNBC and says, Yeah, I'm shorting, I'm shorting GameStop. It's you know it's going to go to zero, and this is why, and that's how they make their money. They they kind of it's it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. They go on and say that the, the company sucks and here's why, and then people see that and they go, Oh, <laughs> I gotta sell GameStop. Right. They're betting against the future success of the company. That's correct. Apparently, the gamers on these chat boards, and and um, one of them is wall street bets they start talking about how do we push back and they started buying the stock and and targeting higher prices well when a stock goes up if a hedge fund is bet against it they have to cover that position so it's called a short squeeze and they have to buy the stock which just again presents an infinite feedback loop where the higher it goes the more stock the hedge funds have to buy or or money they have to put out to cover their uh, to cover their position, and this just gained traction on Reddit posts. It's it, it, some of it is legit, some of it is just momentum, some of it is mania, some of it is a, a fascinating example of how the interweb and, and chat boards and social media uh, have taken hold in in various ways of society. You know, we've I certainly have saw saw that last year in in the U.S. political realm and years prior. And now it seems to be uh, more prevalent in um, the world of investing. The GameStop story, though, was just the start of other companies that are questionable with their futures, uh, one being AMC Entertainment. This is the largest theater company in the world. And earlier this week, they basically just barely avoided bankruptcy, and it had a lot of shorts on it uh, from the hedge funds, and suddenly the... Uh, Reddit boards started talking about AMC, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's up 285% in a single day. And I, for the life of me, can't remember uh, seeing uh, gains or losses—well, uh, certainly gains of that magnitude ever. Um, another one is Express, which is a retail brand. I saw a post. You mean Express is still around? <laughs> and heck, even the even the the shell company that made up Blockbuster Entertainment is <laughs> Seeing huge gains? Why? It's not a business for Pete's sakes, but it doesn't matter because you know it, they're they're just buying it up. Where was GameStop
1: when all this began? When the hedge funds would have been shorting it, compared to where it is, uh, you know. Again, as we close in on the close of markets on Wednesday.
2: Well, uh, right now it's well over three hundred dollars. It 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 basically did nothing through all of. 2020 uh back at the start of the year it was at uh just over 30 dollars so this right now it's at 345 dollars so it's up 10 it's up tenfold and over the past wow. one year <laughs> the one year return on gamestop is eight thousand <laughs> percent. hey it must be nice for some people it's well that's just it you know there, there's this talk about well this is this is Main Street pushing back against Wall Street after years of the, the big fund companies and the hedge funds and the market manipulators, you know, calling the shots. Well, this is the democratization of the financial markets because anybody can be involved in this. You can't buy into a hedge fund. They're, they're very sophisticated. They're for institutional traders only but anybody can pick up shares of GameStop at whatever price they want to pay. The problem though is, you know, and, and it's like, well, this is wealth redistribution. They're, you know, saying this is wealth redistribution that should have happened and look what look what the financial industry did back in 2008 when the industry collapsed, the banking sector was on its last legs and had to be propped up by Main Street and taxpayers. Well, we're getting our share. There is some truth to that. I don't know how widespread it would be, though. You know, there there are millions of people on these chat rooms, yes, but are they all in the market? And at some point, they're probably going to want to sell. And who is going to be, you know, when the music stops, so to speak? Um, you know, <laughs> you don't want to be the last one holding holding the shares when no one else is willing to buy at the price that you want to sell them at. What about the hedge funds uh, in question here? Um,
1: yeah, they got caught uh, short, I guess. I'm learning the parlance as we go. Um, how much does that really impact them? Like, we're talking about massive hedge funds that deal in billions and billions of dollars, right? Like, can, can this kind of concerted effort
2: really put them under it No, it's probably not enough to do that great a damage, but we are talking hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars. These are massive organizations, so they probably have, and, I, and I'm saying probably because I don't know if we know the answer to that yet, um, how, how big of a loss uh, Citron Research and some of these others have, have experienced. And I'm actually seeing this play out in other ways because as these bets and positions need to be covered, In some cases, that's leading to these institutional investors being forced to sell other holdings. So, as a result of that, today we've got the Dow Jones down over 500 points. And that would indicate on a day when really there's nothing else that would trigger a move of that magnitude, that would indicate that companies that have had big gains over the past little while, uh, Apple or Disney, um, some of these are, are, are way down today. And I'm, I'm thinking that this has to do with the fact that they're being forced to sell winning positions to cover the losses. So it does have a ripple effect on a, on a much wider scale. And, the, and Toronto's market is not immune to it. The, the TSX is down well over a percent um, today, which, which isn't massive, but it's not insignificant either.
1: Why do so many prominent um, figures in the financial industry um, and even in politics now – we played a clip in the intro. um, The new press secretary was getting asked about the administration's position on this at a press briefing today. Um, You know, and if this is just – you know, investors playing against each other in the markets, why do people seem so worried about what's going on here? Or I should rephrase that. Why do people who currently control
2: the investment markets seem so worried about what's going on? (laughs) Maybe because it's a loss of control that uh, that they can't, they aren't the masters of the universe that they profess themselves to be sometimes, that sometimes you'll have these scenarios where something that you don't expect to happen does happen. Now, the problem, I suppose, is does it, uh, question the le- legitimacy sometimes of uh, uh, you know the the financial markets themselves. If in fact you're not buying or selling uh, a company uh, based on its earnings or future growth prospects, as we have all been taught to do as you know um, investors in the market, it does it just make it look like it's a casino where you're just rolling the dice? So there's some question about that. There's also um, the risk involved where you didn't have perhaps enough regulation and you've got a new administration in, uh, a new Federal Reserve chair, Janet Yellen. and um, uh, you know the, the, they're going to be looking at this from, okay, why were the hedge funds allowed to borrow against a company where they they shorted more stock in GameStop than was actually available in the market? Wait, you can do that? You can do that. Then that's And that's kind of everybody's going, exactly, you can do that? <laughs> Who thought that would be a good idea? But this is the scenario that's actually built up just over the past year and a bit where you're encouraged to lever up. Interest rates are record lows. Companies are being shoveled money by central banks and governments. It's right. basically to keep the keep greasing the wheels. And we we saw this in oh eight oh nine where they basically said, here you go, Wall Street. Here's, you know, a trillion dollars from the federal government in the US just yeah. to keep, you know, confidence in the system. So the hedge funds weren't breaking any rules. They were looking at this as a as a surefire easy win. And it turned out to be the exact opposite, again, because of the power of uh of social media, and it's it, you know it, it'll be interesting to see when again today what's happening I'm, uh, is that the positions have to be covered, and you've still got this mania right now. At some point, there aren't going to be any short positions on GameStop, and then it's going to be, what's this company actually worth? Uh, will it exist in one or two years from now, or or has this just been all based on again um, get rich quick? Possibly. And and once the chat rooms turn and, uh, you know, we, it, it's been fueled as well by, you know, people like Elon Musk. He tweeted about it last night saying, you know, some, uh, off the cuff comment called game stonk, which is apparently some sort of meme reference. Uh, and, 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 and um. Uh, uh, Jimath uh, palapatia who is a big name on Wall Street from a social investing standpoint, he's championing this. He's saying this is great. This is this is the little guy coming out and saying we have power, and uh, you are not necessarily all in control, Wall Street. So, you know, from my perspective, this is awesome. I mean, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have a I don't have a dog in the fight. So it's 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 uh you know this is I'm just kind of sitting back and watching this with uh with interest and. Seeing where it ends, because again, anytime I've seen this in the past, uh, it hasn't ended well, but at the same time, some people before the eventual correction did get rich in the process. I'm going to ask you uh, to wrap up with the correction that
1: may or may not be coming in a minute. Um, But first, just because you touched on it, this is the one thing that I find uh, so fascinating. I shouldn't say the one thing. One of the things that I find so fascinating about this is What does all of this mean to the actual companies involved? Like, does this have any material impact on how GameStop goes about their day-to-day operations? They didn't just get a ton of money or anything, and neither did AMC, right? Like, No. What actually happens? Yeah, what happens outside of the market that actually uh, impacts these companies? Anything?
2: Theoretically, they could use this as a way to perhaps borrow more money against the equity or something of that nature and saying, hey, we've got the confidence of of the street and we should maybe use this as a, a stepping off point to expand or change our business model. We have not heard any comment from any of the leadership at GameStop or AMC or Bed Bath & Beyond is another one. That has seen its share price rise exponentially. BlackBerry did put out a statement saying there is no material reason for our shares to be up more than one hundred percent this year so far. BlackBerry's got an actual business. I mean, they're 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 big into software. They're they're they actually make money. It's so amazing they're... they had to come out and say that. Well, yeah, but at the same time, that's sort of what the regulators require of you to say to maybe explain what's going on. That there's not some sort of uh, you know, un- something untoward going on behind the scenes, but no, they we haven't heard anything. And at some point, you know, that'll be the next the next thing. I again, it depends how long this actually lasts, and and that's that's an unknown. I, I don't know the answer to that. This thing could cool off just as quickly as it started, uh, if in fact uh, the the sentiment turns and um, people say, okay, I'm out, <laughs> and here's why. At some point.
1: It, it cools off or it goes away. How does it end though? Um, so I guess one scenario you've outlined is people decide to start cashing in their winnings and, and getting off the ship. We've also heard some people talk about, you know, m- more regulation on uh, how quickly these shares can be traded and who can trade them and et cetera, et cetera.
2: How do you see this ending or at least what are the, uh, what are the possible outcomes? Well, I see. I know that the, the the TD Bank, for example, on their platform has uh, have said that, OK, uh, it has to be done. Any trades on some of these companies has to be done 100 um, percent cash on the barrel, basically. They're not they're not allowing any leverage. Um, so they're trying to cool it off that way. I'm going to hazard a guess to say that there will be a, a, a regulatory Oversight and SEC Securities and Exchange Commission investigation to say what happened. You know, anytime you see something of this magnitude, though, they're they're the regulators are going to have something to say and be questioned about it. Um, from a standpoint of a shareholder, it's going to be interesting if when they want to sell, they can sell. We saw this this morning when the markets opened. There was such an overflow of buy orders that many of the platforms crashed. Um, so, if that were to happen, on the flip side, and you're desperately trying to get out, um, it's it's like uh, uh, you know the tra- uh, movie Trading Places, where they were they were trying to to sell the uh, orange juice contracts <laughs> and they couldn't do it, right, because the whole thing was going haywire. I am not going to end by asking you
1: um, what I should do with my money uh, or what you should do with yours, but I am curious if you look at this and you see like an actual solid opportunity here uh, for somebody to maybe try their hand at, or is this kind of a once in a lifetime, like, is this a new strategy or is this a once in a lifetime, right circumstances, right moment, and, and here we are?
2: Uh, You raise a very good question, whether or not this is the start of something where other companies will have the exact same uh, outcome or trading activity. We just don't know which ones they are yet. And will they again be influenced by Reddit and other platforms? It's yeah. Any any time there's something new, you kind of try to extrapolate, Okay, is this is this the start of something that we have never seen before? And I would hazard a guess that to some extent, yes, there will be other examples of this, maybe not to as great an extent, because I think now all of a sudden you've got people are saying, man, I can't, I'm going to get burned if I, if I go in too big or, or be too expressive about what I'm investing in behind the scenes. And I'm talking about the, the, the institutional players. So me personally, I am probably the most boring person on the face of the planet when it comes to investing. (laughs) I like money-making companies that pay a dividend I, I'm I'm old fashioned that way. Now, having said that, is it exciting? Is it if you have some money that you think throw a thousand bucks in, you know, and, and you're willing to to basically as, a gamble it, let's face it, then have at it. I mean, this is, you know, you can make money pretty quick, but again, it can turn south very quickly or just as quickly. I, I think you're going to see that because, again, people are on these platforms and trading accounts where it's so easy to buy and sell, you know, put in a position for even 25 shares and let's see what happens. I think, that, I think that's part of the reason why we've also seen, you know, the, the momentum of these companies go up as, as much and, and same thing heading in the other direction. I'm still too chicken, but thank you, Mike, <laughs> for helping me at least understand what's going on. You're welcome.
1: Mike Apple, the business reporter at City News and 680 News. That was The Big Story. For more from us, head to thebigstorypodcast.ca. Find us on Twitter at TheBigStoryFPN. Talk to us anytime via email. Hit us up with those stock tips. The Big Story Podcast, that's all one word, all lowercase, at rci.rogers.com. And of course, wherever you get your podcasts, you will find us. You will find all the frequency shows. You can also find us at the Hot Docs Podcast Festival, where I will be answering 20 questions. Sheda Omidvar from The Hopeful will do the same. And we will offer sneak peeks of the first episodes of a couple of our new shows. So go check it out. Thanks for listening. I'm Jordan Heath-Rawlings. We'll talk tomorrow.